Okay, I'm not even going to go ahead and lie to you guys. I just went ahead and took a break. (laughs) Oh man, when's the last time we talked? I think early November? Something like that? Maybe even late October. I don't know. But I just went ahead and took a vacation for the holidays, guys. Through Thanksgiving, through Christmas, through New Year's, and now we here we are. Late January. I believe the last episode we actually recorded was right before Thanksgiving. Man. Anyway, I got my vacation time in, so I am back here with, you guessed it, The Exchanges Podcast in conjunction with the Current Issues Discussion Group on Meetup based out of Atlanta. This podcast is dedicated to going ahead and bringing people together from all walks of life and having conversations about the most important events, or sometimes not the most important events, of our time. And uh, this recording happened back in November 7th. And uh, I, Angie, David, uh, Savannah, Lawrence, Kwaku, Helene, and Matt got together and had a conversation about pretty much uh, mostly everything to do with media, social media, and its effect on our culture. I mean, the topic was supposed to be kind of Russia investigation, Saudi Arabian political purge, and um, the Texas shootings, the update on that. But um, we just went ahead and just kept rolling with some um, good dialogue here, especially when it came to um, just social media and how it's affecting our lives. Some really, really good content there. So, um, yeah, we went ahead and skipped the Russia thing and uh, went into several other topics. We did cover the Saudi Arabian purges. Um, and the political transformation there and talked about how those guys over there have tigers at their homes and how much money is in Saudi Arabia and these Middle Eastern countries. It just like rains gold or something. Uh, let's see. What else? We talked about uh, Spain and Catalonia and the secession politics that is going on over there. We talked about entitlement culture also. And um, what else did we get into, man? Hmm. Oh, I had a little bit of beef with NPR I wanted to go ahead and talk about. And uh, we did get into how globalization and trade is affecting um, the U.S. labor force. You know, first world problems. We also got into some conspiracy theories. And uh, the conspiracy theories and how they float around on social media. And uh, we did talk about uh, the good old days of reality TV. And how things morphed into just um, YouTube. Where... We are the reality TV. And uh, we talked about several other items here. Uh, But mostly, we got pretty deep into a conversation of social media. So, I know I'm pretty lengthy on these intros. I'm just going to go ahead and cut it here. I'm just going to go ahead and bring in the music. And you guys sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation. Oh, and go ahead and follow us on your favorite social media sites. You can follow us on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. You can go to our website, theexchangespodcast.com, to find us. And um, we are compatible with iOS and any Android device. So go ahead and download this podcast if you're listening to it for the first time and support us. Oh, also, yeah, we're on YouTube, too. Anyway, like I said, go ahead and roll that footage. I will talk to you guys on the flipping. Bye. Really don't. And if we can just get everybody get together and really know what the other person's doing and understand them, everything would be much better. Check one, two, 
one, two, check. The only thing I will say is good money. I like the atmosphere. It's cool. Let's do it live. And it's a startup that it started here six, seven years ago. And the owner was on the cover of Forbes like two months ago. Like it's gone really big. They call it Unicorn. So it's cool to be part of that. But I feel like as long as I have a sales job, I'm always going to look back on my life and be like, I should have done something else. Mm. It's just, yeah, I, I feel like to me, sales is just not. Don't you an like ultimate. to do? Uh, it's okay. I don't mind it for money. It's good money. You're good at it. Yeah, and you're it good at it, but yeah. it's not something that really like fulfills me. <clears throat> it's just kind of just a job, but, you know. So. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. Trying to find a, something that will at least sustain you for a decade or so, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, so yeah, that would have been a headache, man, if you had to go ahead and move. Yeah, you know, you're like, all right, you know, now you got to settle in Texas, and then you're like, okay, how long am I going to be here? Well, I'm going to have gone before everyone shows up. I know, right? Yeah, I'm leaving about seven forty. So oh, I feel you. Well, we got a little bit of you on the airtime here. Guys, work here? Um, actually, we have a private party that we're kind oh, of doing okay, here. Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, just, no, it's, it's all right. Party. I just thought it was No, it's okay. Thank you. Hey man, you know, might as well go ahead and just put it out there. Sure, beat around like the bush. Yeah. What kind of sports are they in? Huh? Sports? Yeah, in Taiwan. Taiwan. They're they're big on bas. They're not bas basketball, but more like NBA. Okay. Uh, locally, more like baseball. Okay. Cool. I always wondered that. When are you gonna go back to London, man? Uh, probably next year. Yep. Yeah. I was supposed to go this year. But it just fell through. That kind of sucks. Yeah. All the plane tickets and stuff, and yeah, that it's not, not cheap. And I switched jobs. That's what it really was. Oh uh, yeah. And it you're here, two thousand and three, for school. Or? No, I just moved here with my parents. My dad's job originally. Okay. He was an engineer at the. Oh, he's okay. not anymore, but at the time. Um, and then I went here. I moved here right before college, and then I went oh, to college. Okay. And, yeah, it was cool. That's cool, bro. Yeah. I actually didn't like it when I first moved here. At all. <laughs> at what do you like you about made, it? You missed the gloomy weather. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I know really? that's weird, dude. You missed I, the what? Gloomy weather. He studied abroad uh, in London, so okay. I'm sure he knows all about gloomy weather. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a running joke. <laughs> yeah, it's cloudy yeah, all the that, time. You know, kind of like Seattle. You yeah, know. very cloudy. It's just cloudy, just rainy. Day. But I just thought it was kind of too small. It was quiet. Everything was spread out. Yeah, I just had a hard time like adjusting. Yeah, I, I like I like the London. I mean, you can just walk. Yeah, you can walk anywhere. Right, town, take a yeah. bus. Or, yeah, exactly. It was just stuff like that. I really didn't like. Yeah, that cool. that's always yeah, the thing. Going ahead and trying to adjust, um, especially from like a big metropolitan to something like southern suburbia, like particularly like southern suburban life, you know. But uh, well, when you moved to Georgia, where did, where did you move to? Where are your parents? Um, oh, sorry. Uh, Swanee. Oh, okay. Uh, so, see, that's the same thing. Same thing for me. My, my, my folks, we, because um, I grew up in New Jersey. And uh, up there, man, it's, you know, com- completely different. Completely sure. different. And we moved down here in uh, 2003. No, so, and, that's um, I moved to. <laughs> Funny. And uh, so, well, what high school did you go to? North Gwinnett. 
Man, we went to the same high school. You went to North Gwinnett in yeah. 2001. We, we were in the same building. That's so funny. <laughs> Somehow I miss you. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. That's around funny. the same time period. Exactly. When did you graduate? I graduated in 07. I'm sorry. Um, What I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm way off. I graduated college in 07. I was going to say, you're like the same age as me, I think. Too. No, no, no. I graduated in um, 03. I graduated in 03. <laughs> Are you serious, I'm serious, man? dude. You remember, uh... Remember that guy? Yeah. The, the administrator dude Big, who was like super giant. Guy. Everybody hated yeah. him and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I remember him. Oh, man, that's nuts. That is insane. Man, that's really weird. I, yeah, I see. I didn't like high school. I literally went out of my way to not be noticed by anyone. Same thing, man. I wasn't really so. feeling it because uh, I came from a really urban environment up in like, we're talking about East Orange, Maplewood, New Jersey. We're talking about, you know, like, I mean, it was just it's just different up there. It's like well, one big thing is that there just isn't subdivisions in like a lot of northern sure. states. You know, <laughs> there's not like pockets of houses where people live and then they leave I've, their pocket I've, and I've they uncle, go to. I've uncle in Fort Lee. I've yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Bunch of cousins in New York. So you're Taiwanese? Yeah. So? yeah. So I was born in Atlanta. You were born in Atlanta? Yeah. Fine. I remember that there's um I, I remember there was a strong Vietnamese population up where I lived at in New Jersey. That's up for you. You know, especially around Fort Lee. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know around your area. But yeah, I was near Patterson. We're talking about like 30, 45 minutes south of the Lincoln Tunnel leading up to like New York. Um, okay. South of like Newark and stuff like that. But okay. it was very, where I lived there was very diverse. There was a lot of Italian families, a lot of like uh, Jewish families, um, a lot of Hispanics. It was like, it was a big melting pot. Nobody just identified as themselves of like, like just white and black it wasn't like you know two colors and crayon box type of deal it was like you know people seem to appreciate their roots where they were from you know like i'm italian Italian, i'm german irish yeah yeah, stuff like that gang activity was pretty big (laughs) uh but i mean gang activity is still huge up there you'll see i mean obviously in swanee georgia you can find out what type of hard gang you're gonna find in swanee georgia nothing happens in swanee it's so like I remember my dad told me there was a break in like a year ago, and I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, in, in their subdivision. Hi. What's up, guys? Long time no see. Hi. I know we've missed you. How have y'all been? We've been remiss. We've missed yeah. I'll sit here. Okay. How's everybody? Good hey, job. what's up? Yeah, this is our server Hi. tonight. Hi. Hello. Can I start you guys something to drink? Um. Oh. <laughs> we waiting on anybody else? Um, I know that David and Angie showed up, uh, signed oh, up, so um, they were here last time. They're usually pretty, pretty good about, um, I guess, meeting their commitments, you know. So, and if they don't, maybe something happened. But um, we got you guys back. What have you been yeah, doing? Yeah, oh, school for her, mostly schools. Yeah? Meetings, yeah, okay, conferences. Is that time of year, like in the in it's public education, well, the <laughs> education <laughs> industry? Yeah? It's pretty much between August and May. <laughs> Is that like enrollment time or something? No, it's school, the school year, August to May. <laughs> oh, August to May. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just crazy. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm so far removed from, like, school environments and stuff. Actually, um, Santa, could could you sit over there? I'm leaving in, like, 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Why? Uh, my sister's moving to Dallas tomorrow. Oh. So we're going out to eat. Well, we were talking about the differences between uh, because we went to the same high school, man, and we didn't even know it. Oh, come up in, on. Uh, in Swanee, North Carolina, same, same time. Yeah, same time period. Graduated in the same time. And you know just it. discovered it tonight. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that's nuts. That is really wild. Yeah, 
We moved here at the and same we moved time. Here at the same time, yeah. We were talking about how, how yeah. awful suburban life is. How long have you known each other? It, just well, a few months. Just like a couple months. Yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I guess I don't know, man. We could have been in two thousand and three. Yeah. And you? 2003. I don't know anyone outside of my class, but you're in the same class. Yeah. <laughs> you still have the same. Well, you, did you go to North Carolina? No, you went no. to. Okay. All right. I just wasn't very cool, so anyone outside of my year, I didn't know. You didn't know? Being in high school and thinking the worst thing that could possibly happen was my parents deciding to move. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, to be honest, though, in like hindsight, I wasn't like. It's not like I was doing too great in school. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was, well, I I was getting in trouble and stuff. Yeah. It was about your friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know, I, I skipped class a lot and stuff too up there. It was easy. Well, how do you feel about? Excuse me. I just want to hear this before you go in fifteen minutes. How do you feel about your sister moving to Dallas? Great. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, you're not well, you gonna miss like her a lot. <laughs> um, partially. <laughs> he likes her a little. Yeah, a little bit. Um, no, she just wanted to up and move. She likes doing makeup and stuff like that. I guess there's That's like an art to it. Yeah, I didn't. I have. I, I was just saying, I can do that. Like with a paintbrush or something. There's yeah. totally an art, I would I, imagine. I imagine. So she's moving there and gonna, I don't know, I guess there's a makeup thing artist. down there. Makeup artist. Yeah, makeup so she's artist. gonna try and make it, which is good. I'm glad for her. That's a good thing. She should do that. Okay. I should do something like that and just quit my job and do something I really want to do. Really? I don't have the. That's know. a topic. Right now. Let's all quit our jobs and do it. Really when it's time, then you'll just do it here. You're just right. Like, like, screw it. That's always the goal, right? That's what I was, you know. That's yeah. always the um, what is it, you, the, the story, the, yeah. um, the, the ideal everybody you know dreams about. Like you know, just like, screw it, just quit it one day. They quit their job, and and then uh, something strange happens in their life, and they go on some weird adventure and end up okay at the end. Of that. Sounds like what? Yeah. That's I mean, that's how it always is. Like you know, when you, like that's the. That's the, um, is that a trope? I guess that's a stereotype. Well, we felt like we put pressure on our, well, maybe not on Savannah, but on her brother Nathan. Like, find what you love, do what you love. And so he doesn't know what he loves. So I feel like he feels a lot of pressure to mm. find it. And, and he's afraid to commit to anything. I think if people say about that about our generation already, they say yeah. we've been told so many times to do what you love that we're like, oh my gosh, I'm not. I'm not loving everything about my life. I guess I'm not doing it right now. Yeah. You know, that's, you're that's your true. third year in college. You're like, I don't know what I'm super passionate about. Yeah. And then you're like, What's wrong with me? In our day, my day, it wasn't that. You didn't you even got think a, about you got it. A job that you could support yeah. your family and. In a way. And you were happy you with it. Yeah. Even though it was horrible. Yeah, it was. It, it provided. Right. Right. Sure. And you find you marry someone who you're happy with. You don't have to find like yeah, the absolute perfect. soulmate that you just know, and you have zero yeah. doubt. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that's. Uh, so do you guys all feel real. that way? Like the yeah. absolute soulmate? And no, you don't I don't feel... think that's such a thing. No, no that's just no, my opinion. I don't well, know. I mean, the statistical so, odds that there probably is somebody right out here. there that you're, you know, maybe extremely compatible with, but the odds of you meeting them, right? You know, I mean, we're talking about a billion people. Well, there's probably a lot of people, people. you get along. Right, I think yeah, there'd okay. be a lot. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. just finding someone you want to commit to. Yeah, whether soulmate or not, if you felt that someone you want to commit, you just give it all. Well, I've had many interesting conversations, but very recently, an interesting conversation with a friend of mine from, and she's from India, and she was in an arranged marriage. That's pretty common. It's pretty common. And, you know, back before I was friends with these people who had lifestyles like this, I thought, oh, that's 
crazy. Oh, you poor people. But you know what? It makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways. In an arranged marriage, you go into it knowing, I'm going to make this work. You know? Sure. Because I'm not marrying this person because I love them. I'm making this, I'm marrying them because I'm making a marriage. It's and bigger than the both of you. Yeah. You so, in a lot of ways, yeah. I'm starting to feel like it actually makes more sense well, than like what you're in saying. Now. It was very nice. They were, they were adults. They both wanted an arranged marriage. Their parents were like, these people seem nice. They met. They, they like, vet each other. Yeah. It wasn't like, okay, you're 12, but you're going to get married to this person who right. have no choice. Like, right. <laughs> they used to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. My friend's grandma was married off at 13 and like started having like kids, nine kids at like 15. And it's like, wow. She had nine kids at 15? Nine kids nine, no, nine, she started nine, having, having her kids. children at 15. Like, wow. Yeah, 15 is too young. yeah, isn't that? Well, I'm talking about back in the day, yeah, too, still, you know? But still, yeah. Still yeah um, well, I guess people would. I mean, yeah. Hi. Hey. Hey. Awesome. hey, have we been seeing? Have you been seeing Kyle in our absence? I have not seen I Kyle. I really enjoy him. Uh, yeah. I really yeah, do. Interesting fellow. I have not seen him. Oh, um, oh we didn't scare him away at the last one. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that one got a little bit. It did, yeah. It did. I don't yeah. think he's easily scared away. I mean, I he was pretty into like that it. Type of guy. Kyle, <laughs> he sat he there. there last time. He was Shaved like the head. Other one. I don't know if you were there. He had like this. He has like this crazy life story, like from Arizona. Like, right. Yeah, we had that on. Uh, yeah. We were talking about the family, like modern family. Right, 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 right. But I haven't seen him since, you know. But you know, things change with people. You know, who knows? I mean, I know that he was in between jobs and stuff, and he was looking, so maybe he found a job or something. Mm-hmm. You know how that is. You get a job, and you have to go ahead and get Force. used to it. And, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. You gotta press your boss. You know, you gotta go ahead and. You got, you got to demonstrate, well, depending on the type of job you have, you got to demonstrate that you can be a cog in the wheel. Congratulations. For your team player. They're sitting back on the You got a job? You got a new job? Awesome. So happy. Cool, man. Alfredo? Yes. Do you guys know each other? Yes. yes. Oh, cool. I guess we yeah. missed a few. Yeah, we missed a couple. <laughs> yeah, we all got to know each other and stuff. Yeah. We get to keep you as a friend. <laughs> Okay, oh, okay, yeah, I went down to um, my boat uh, over in Duluth, the Duluth Green or City oh, yeah. Town Square. I was there at like 5.30. Oh, yeah. Man, there was a lot of people. Yeah, not right? by me, man. I was in oh. and out in five minutes. Was there a lot of people in your polling place? Uh, we went late, and so there were seven left, and then the polls closed, so we had to do like a fill-out type down. Uh, oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. The seven it won't take. Hmm. Hope they don't like you know. Put it in the trash. Fill out this piece of paper. We'll, we'll make sure. Yeah, we'll ours isn't nearly as exciting as the mayor vote for Atlanta. Yeah. 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 Then they have uh, like we were talking about earlier, the Virginia. They're, they're voting on their governor yeah. Yeah. tonight. Yeah. New Jersey and uh, New Jersey. Yeah. New, Jersey yeah. new governor uh, isn't uh, De Bla- New York De Blasio president. He, um, Is he? No, I don't think he's up. No. No. Yeah. I swore I heard something about him. No, uh, thanks. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he was just associated with some other election. Yeah, I was. I was listening to you. Um, maybe Silver Podcast, like uh, eight, yeah, five thirty-eight. I'll listen to that one. And um, they were talking about uh, him having a pretty easy time getting elected this go around, and uh, he doesn't have any real like strong competition. It'll be like the yeah. first time and since like the early '80s that. Um, a Democrat mayor would be 
you know, reelected for like the second term yeah. um, in a row there. Maybe that's why they haven't mentioned it. Pretty much running NYC. So, I think that he may be up for election, but somebody can go ahead and fact check that in a moment. <laughs> there we go. The wonders of technology. In the past, it would just be like, Everybody would just agree that I was right. Sounds about right. Some people uh, still think that you can just say whatever you want and people won't be able right. to Right. Yeah, some yeah, people yeah. do, huh? Imagine that. So what is our topic tonight? There were so many. There's topics. so many? Oh, uh, yeah, I just put a list It down. doesn't really ever matter, Because does a lot it? of stuff happens. Um, I don't know. We, we have a few interesting ones here. Um, we're going to talk about uh, media and culture. And um, then, of course, you know, there's uh, there's some things popping in the Russian investigation, right? And um, I thought what's happening in Saudi Arabia is pretty interesting. There's a new um, crown prince, um, Mohammed uh, Salman, I think that, that's his name. He's 32. He's my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about that. Just two years old, one year older. I mean, mm-hmm. he's running, running yeah. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah, cracking down, you know, consolidating power seems like, um, you know. Uh, he's more than consolidated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't have fun? Well, that's what they that's what said, and that right. might be to gain favor with the Western world. Yeah, they don't really know. They, everybody might be stepping on their own feet by jumping in with him because he says he's moderate. Well, maybe he's slightly moderate. So for they're thinking that's very moderate, or for us, it's like maybe a teeny. Step. So he's pretty moderate. He was the one who pushed for like women being able to drive cars know, and all not, that. That's he's it. Very popular. But for them, that's hold it. on. That's well, let's see what he's saying. Because I, I don't know about the younger this. crowd. The big problem is he's also running what he calls the anti-corruption group, which has thus far put 11 of his competitors in house arrest. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, at the Ritz <laughs> call. Uh, really? At the Ritz call? At the Ritz. As of yesterday Saudi evening, uh, one of the princes that was like kind of up against him for the crown, his helicopter exploded and they're blaming yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. So it's like the biggest conspiracy theory right up you could yeah. ever imagine. Huh. Yeah. Oh, that's why he just becomes a crown prince and then his competition uh, dies. So they start dying and keep blaming one by one. Right, and, and the other way around, too, these people that he's putting away, you know, are billionaires. His chances of making it through this are slim. It's kind of I mean, interesting because it's almost like a Stalin thing where he does have the support of the younger crowd and the kind of angry kind of rising up behind him and stuff like that. And that's where he's kind of consolidating power. Yeah, but that's not going to stop these other guys. These other guys from getting rid of him. But they're in house arrest right now, and if he does a praxis seizure, then I mean, what what chance do they have? Like it could be a what a praxis seizure. Praxis seizure, a seizure of the city. Really? Yes. I've never heard. They of could that. still <laughs> contact their. Uh, they have no what, contact with the that? outside world. Praxis, P R A X I S. Oh, praxis. Okay. Wow. What's interesting about um, so yeah, uh, this new crown prince here, you know, he, he arrests, you know, all of these um, top prominent Islamic, you know, clerics and stuff. <laughs> it's funny be when I hear the, I, so I play like tabletop games, the Indian stuff, so I hear the word cleric, <laughs> like an image of like this fantasy character and stuff in my head. But it, but it's it's weird in a sense that um, you know, that there are nations still out there. They're they're one of the like the what a handful of. Um, uh, monarchs that are still out there around today, you know, yeah. active and stuff. But um, anyway, he 
uh, goes ahead and he uh, arrests all these people, but they don't get locked up in jail. They're chilling at like the um, the Ritz Carlton. Yeah, the Ritz Carlton in uh, Riyadh. And so I look at pictures of this place, and that's a freak out. Oh yeah, it's like in Dubai. Yeah, you know, it's like so. It's a joke. No, he's still consolidating. Yeah, you you can't go ahead and um. You just can't put it. That's not a. That's like a strategy. You don't take, I guess, all the people that. You um, want to go ahead and maybe restrict their their power and um, throw them into like a real prison per right. se, right? Especially if they're used to living like Saudi billionaire <laughs> lifestyle <laughs> and stuff. That would probably go ahead and, and enrage them. You know? And that prince is some them of the nice princes also. Yeah, yeah, just not in line. You, you softly walk them down the yeah. plank. You know, you go ahead and make sure that they don't notice. But every time I see like pictures of Dubai and Saudi Arabia and just uh, like. The amount of money, oh, like yeah. you know, the aristocratic class has there. It reminds me, made me recall the first, not so long ago, with China, China GDP. Mm-hmm. Same thing, say, using anti corruption as a. Excuse. Uh, yeah. Whether really or not, it's a, as a pretext to. to it's all get with it's out. Yeah. Sure. Either get, get rid of opposition or. Yeah, exactly. It's like Erdogan as well in Turkey. Hmm. Yeah, kind of, kind of a similar thing that he did as well. Yeah, it's like um, it's open season for um, you know if you're in a position of power to go ahead and uh, make some moves. I guess you just uh, so we're in the era of a strongman. Yeah, when you're strongman, so like, like yeah. I think nobody's talking about Spain. Yeah, that is pretty big too. I That's pretty big, that on there. but nobody's talking about it. Yeah. I guess much. people don't feel like it's going to happen. I see it on the news. Do you? I don't see it as much as I think we should. I mean, they're about to clamp down. Oh, okay. And like have a civil war. Yeah. I think it's, it's like if Texas said they wanted to be their own country, yeah. we said no, and we're about to like invade them. It's kind of weird to have a, a first world country going through. Something. That's been there for a while, like Catalans. They're, yeah, they've been semi. They ha- yeah, they were their own country for a very long time. I don't know up until then, but they kind of have their very own dialect to Spanish. They have like their own names, like a very distinct culture. Right, so if they vote separate. to go, why not just let them go? Because they are the well, richest area. Yeah. Maybe yeah. yeah. like, not, not wanting not to like pay for the Texas poor is the big problem that it is. It's, it's the aristocrats trying to break apart that they don't have to support the rest of Spain. Mm, and, I didn't think about it like that. But I, that's not... The rest of Spain isn't their problem. So because I need your money, I'm going to force well, you militarily to stay part of my country. Well, that's what, yeah, it's like they when, want to. It's like when Johns Creek wanted to make its own city so they didn't have to support South Fulton County you know, and Atlanta. If Atlanta would mili- send military in to keep us from making our own city. Well, so if they did a forcible thing and tried to declare themselves, they're like, we're no longer part of Georgia. You can... Like kisses whenever we're just going to be our own little area, we would actually send military. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the same thing. The city. Yeah, Spain yeah. has invested a lot in Catalonia. They have a lot of their infrastructure there. I mean, they're part of the country, so it's kind of like that. I don't know. It's if also, you can say they're the wealthier part. But what they did sure. was was supposedly what they've done was laid out in the constitution as being allowed. It, oh, they have. It happened in the United States as well. We used to have the right to secede. And whenever some of our people decided that they wanted to secede, we told them no. So it's not so different. It's the city, it's them wanting to maintain themselves as a country 
and one small part saying, hey, we have the right to do this, and the big government saying, uh, yeah, you don't. It's in Spain's constitution? That they... I was my understanding that oh. they followed all the rules. I'm pretty sure that's in like, all constitutions, right? It's like, if you want to, you, you can go ahead and... But you can't have a <laughs> It's a Hotel <laughs> California. It's like, whatever. Yeah, when it comes down to, comes down to brass tacks, yeah, we'll... we'll We'll see if you could actually go yeah. ahead and. Uh, no, like, it's, like you said, if Texas is going to secede, but if we actually were like, if California was going to secede, then we they because California has like so many wealthy areas and so many mansions. Because everyone talks about California secede. Right. But if California was going to secede, like that, they pay so much in taxes. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't see that. Yeah, being okay. Yeah, and the, the issue is, is if they're attacked they still expect the U.S. as a whole country to come in and rescue them sure. in the case of an earthquake or a military situation. So they have to look at the whole picture, too. You know, what are they benefit as being part of the bigger picture? And secession has a lot of complex issues. For example, um, the Spain has a lot of debt. They're not doing very well economically what percentage of the debt would be taken on by the new Catalonian government? Would they just get to start from ground zero? Or would mm -hmm. they have to take a certain percentage? Mm -hmm. I think that would really hurt Spain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be screwed. Yeah, I don't feel like um, that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, feel they like they're going to be like, talking have, yeah, about those things for years and yeah. years. But yeah. this is like the biggest it's gotten, mm -hmm. what I've seen. Yeah, I think that... Uh, there's a lot of political like revolution in the air, you know, because things like um, you know Brexit, Donald Trump, and all that type yeah. of stuff is go that's going on. And I think that um, you know there's there, there's a segment of ideological politicians out there who are trying to tap that for maybe their own gain, um, you know, or maybe just their their own personal beliefs. And you know, they're, they're, you're seeing this being pushed, you know, these type of I guess extreme uh, positions being pushed forward. Uh, well, from Catalonia's perspective, here you've got a very rich area that's keeping a country that A, has a very corrupt leader, and B, has a 25% unemployment rate on its feet. They no longer want to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like a very rich area in a country that's been very, very poorly right now. So um, it's very much in their best interest to get out of there, but... Spain well, would fall under. That's true. They, they still rely on the EU markets. So, they, so if they leave, if they become their own country, then they have to renegotiate. Joining the EU? Joining the EU again. That's true. Yeah, that's and true. I mean, there is that, you know, security of having like a military security. I mean, any other country in the area, but if they're like tiny, they could take them over. And Spain, they're probably going to call Spain to say, hey, can you help us out? You know, and is Spain really going to ignore them at that point? They're not going to have a choice because then if they allow Catalonia to be taken over, then right. you have these mm -hmm. this land right in your country that's owned by another country. But uh, I feel like I mean, this is just like, you no, know, you have to sit there again. Uh, the political tactics 101. You know, it's like... Um, Go ahead and uh, tell the population that um, these type of people is the reason why your your life is so bad, and the only way to uh, resolve it is to um, you know break away or isolate yourself in some capacity. 
Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, it's like rinse, wash, repeat. Like, you know, you just see that all around the globe all the time. Same thing. It's just like, you know, it's either we need to wall ourselves in or we need to go ahead and do our stuff over here. You can do your stuff over there. And uh, it's just like, it's, it's just one of those really easy um, tactics. And I guess if you're desperate or, um, you know, I don't know, or maybe you're not educated, it's easy to just believe in that. You're just like, yeah, okay, that, that sounds like a... That sounds legit to me. Yeah, you, I think we should just break to- up from Spain. You can be totally educated and still believe in that, is that it's hard. I mean, like I said, it, they are holding up Spain. I mean, they do have the majority of the wealth concentrated in there. Um, gl- like, globalization and wide-level trade, economists are starting to think it's probably a bad idea for an individual, especially a wealthy group, to really involve themselves in this whole global economy, mm-hmm. so it's actually a pretty educated standpoint to take, to say, mm-hmm. hey, we should break up. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> maybe in the short term, you know, but um, I think the long-term implications of that, you know, just, just wouldn't go well. Right, and like, even though there's some downfall of globalization, it's still, not only is it inevitable, it is necessary for your economy to thrive. Because they say that here in the U.S., like, oh, we allow too much global trading, but overall, we still benefit from right, globalization. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, there are experts that have come out and said that. They'll say that they are there, but the extreme that we've gone, and that's the reason, like, looking at the numbers is the reason yeah, that so also, many people are starting to move in. So very globalization is very interlocked right now, so it's just not as easy as saying, stop trading. Yeah. So I, I haven't heard the disadvantage of that. Like, if we were to really be trading, doing a lot of exporting, I could see the argument. But if you agree that we're importing more than we're exporting, and they have an exceptionally lower wage, and the transportation costs that aren't actually that hard. There's a great a, just saying their their processes is not just in one place. It's it's spread out. It's like some processing in U.S. and processes in yeah. Mexico. Some processes. Other like countries. we bring the parts here, then we assemble them. It's like multiple. And some, some process we have to export back out for. Don't they have like crazy back. stories about like chicken, like chicken that's grown there and then it's sent here to be, you know, I haven't heard butchered about chicken. Chicken. and like all sorts about, of like, crazy things. I was thinking things. more about planes where the engines made in this yeah. country, the wings are made over here, yeah. the tail, you know, it's all and then yeah. it's all put together in one place. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know about chicken. Yeah, no, there's some crazy story about chicken. <laughs> Tell them. I'm going to find it. If we don't allow those imports, our plants are going to cook. Like, it would totally harm us. There's no, like, there's allow, no debate on that. If we were to allow the imports at a higher tax rate, it would mean that the manufacturing then, section of the United States could Those other countries would not send their products to us. They would find other ways. We would lose the business. At what Bottom. point? If we were to, and Canada said, and, uh, Trudeau actually said, I mean, they, they're caught up, so whatever we end up doing, they have to go with. And he was trying to make Trump out to be a bully or whatnot, but at the end of the day, if you increase the tax, they're going to have to continue to send stuff no, or what. If, they can, if you increase it to a level where they can ship outside of the Americas, then yes, but otherwise, no. Yes, well, that's go. what globalization is. They can go anywhere. So if we want to play the game, we gotta play the game. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you hear that? Well, I'm just saying that, like... Do you, do you want the business? Do you want the plants uh, open? Or do you, you not? Our plants are closing, and we're giving a lot of ways for rich people to exploit that is hiding money. We just had the Paradise Papers come out right after the Panama. The more of these holds that you open for money to get out of the country, that, the more wealth our country is losing. And it's provable. That's not, that's not talking about trade. That's sure. a different issue. So, as far as trade... We do have less manufacturing in this country, and you can say there's some reason, I don't even know what reason you would give for that, other than globalization, other than to say people are hiring well, inside Mexico. Yeah, it's, it's more technology, technology too. It's like, it's e even you bring manufacturing, it's either robots. Right. They're not gonna hire That's what displaces them, though. Yeah, it really drives everything is technology. How advanced do you think robots are right now? Oh, gosh, are we going to yeah. get them? Okay. Back to We're the talking robot. about technology. I don't think technology, yeah, I don't think robots are taking good. more jobs than, than low-paying countries. You know, the more and more I think about it, the more and more, I mean, you do see that there is a large segment of working America that is having increasingly harder and harder places to go ahead and, um, you know, find find work that is um, that, that can go ahead and sustain them. I mean, there is a there is a drain of um, you know blue collar work and jobs, and that is going to um, you know, these nations out there. So unemployment is a fascinating number. That yeah, people right. like to talk about way too so often. Okay, so you're not really unemployment about that. involves people who are looking for jobs, can't find them, and have earned less than twenty dollars in a given week. That's a but. All right, so what's wrong with that parameter? Okay, so if I give up because there are no jobs available, right. I am not unemployed. Correct. If I go mow my Uncle John's yard and get 30 bucks from him for doing so, I'm not unemployed. But you're the one that gave <laughs> up and you're the one that chose to mow the lawn. I don't understand. You shouldn't be so, but So I don't disagree that you need to find whatever money you need to survive. But the unemployment number is vastly understated. But it's the same standard that we've always used also. Yeah, so that's So it's just a guide. If yeah, you but want it to can add be manipulated. Well, no, um, no I mean, not really. It, can, it can't be, it's not manipulated. Well, there's two but there is variance right? to it. But to use the same one all the time, it's a guide. It's a, it's a graph. You know what I'm saying? So the, if we take underemployment under consideration, our yeah. underemployment rate is vastly up. And that's the problem, is we only hear, well, we've got 4.5%. And they say one of those problems now is due to people's unwillingness to move, whereas in the past, they were able to relocate more often. Now they're looking for this plant in their city, hmm. like in their uh -huh. town, which on the whole scale of economies and globalization, they don't choose, you know, they're looking for what's in the company's best interest, right, to locate their headquarters. They're not going to say, "Oh, I'm going to keep it in Detroit because of those people there." Well, who need those jobs. I mean, you know, yeah, okay. So <laughs> those, the, you know, I hadn't heard those, that, those but jobs that's good. go ahead yeah. and, 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 and right. they move to different regions and stuff. But I mean, there's a lot of other intersecting issues too. I mean, it's not like um, if if you're working in West Virginia and you know your 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 take home pay is going to be vastly, um, I mean, it's going to be different than maybe um, the cost of living. If the plant was moved to California or something like that, yeah. it's going to be like impossible for you to make that move. Yeah. I mean, it's just not like the same. More like, uh, like for example, like chicken, 
places in yeah. Georgia, people yeah. don't want to move out to those chicken, what's it called, chicken farms or whatever? Up in the is it that they don't want to or is it that they can't? There, there's a big difference, you know? It's, I mean, it's probably both, but it's not yeah. expensive areas is what I'm saying. But the problem is, like, one thing we don't think of and the reason they talk about the, the middle class, manufacturing jobs for the uneducated pay really, really well. You get your machine levels and stuff like that. I mean, you're talking about wages that are competitive with those that have graduated from college. Those right. don't otherwise exist. Like, there are plenty of jobs in the farm world. There's plenty of jobs boxing things but for Amazon. But you have to move. <laughs> like, Amazon, you know. And you make work. a lot less money. I mean, But haven't people always had to move? Even, I, always, like, I, always, I always would have thought the opposite, that people would be more fluid now moving. No. People are generally more fluid. I know. They, they are, but um, not, for, not for finding these jobs. Well, they don't. Now they expect to find it. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's take our newly employed Lawrence. Willing. Like, he was willing to move, but he really, really, really was concentrated on trying to stay here. Well, I, I, I do, it, well if there was an opportunity to stay here, I would stay here. <laughs> Yeah, it just happens. So well, yeah, that's anybody though. That's not the best. I don't think that's changed throughout history. I mean, if you're a farmer in 19, you know, if you're a worker in 1915 America, if there's a job that's closer to you, then you go into the city, you know, and and, and the rates are comparable. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna go but stay you, you're gonna stay where you're at. I mean, we moved here for opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From 1989. Couldn't get a couldn't afford a house there. Living was too expensive. Living expenses here were good. Job opportunities were good. We moved. Left our families. And And a lot of people did. Right. I mean, farm jobs are also really terrible jobs. I mean, long hours, very little money, and they're having difficulty getting people to farm at this point because of that stuff. Yeah. But people used to do anything for money. That's what I'm saying. They used to, like, my great-grandfather... Get in the truck and be migrant workers if they had to. Yeah, my great-grandfather used to hop on trains. Wow. Before... Well, you can't wow. do that today, He right? used to hop on trains yeah, and go either, and find work yeah. to wow. provide for the family. But exactly. so now people... All go, those avenues have been cut off. You yeah. Can't, you, you know, you, I mean, a lot of... I mean... Have they, or we just don't want to do it anymore? Well, well so there's a social... Know. Like, we all have this social upbringing that says, hey, you're entitled to all of this. Right. Yeah, it's entitled. Like, is the, it is. You, you like need a house, you need a cell phone, people, and Yeah, a car. people are buying houses, and they're like, well, I have to stay here, because then I'm going to lose money if I have to sell my house. So then they kind of can't really be flexible. Well, I, I think there's also a race to the bottom when it comes to wages, too. It's not... Mm-hmm. I mean, people are getting paid... You know, proportionately less today for you know work kind of expending the same amount of energy. Really? You know, yeah, yeah, I definitely. Heard about that. It's, I mean, if, well, the old in, in, in my part of it has to do with the, like you know inflation too, and um, things yeah. just cost so much more now. You're right. Right. You had a robust middle class. Now you don't. Have, right. You don't have. That's, that's why you have. They talk about like affordable housing in areas where exactly. there's well-to-do people because the waiters and the workers. That can't afford to live and in that like town. In the way. old days, used you used to be able to. You yeah. had a community there where people could have a decent life living there. But now they can't afford to live there anymore. The, the, that middle that that percentage of middle class is gone. Yeah, it's it's either, you're either upper middle or you now you're down below. Yeah, the ladder's broken. Yeah, it's, it's hard to go ahead and hop into a sustainable, you know, living and so, so you know yeah. environment for yourself to create that. You know, I, I don't I mean, think where that, we lived, you had 
cops and you had guys that delivered bagels and you had car sales. You know, people that all, all could afford a huge range of, of, of non-educated jobs where people could all afford to live in that the American dream. That was the American, American dream. dream. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I, I don't think that, um, I don't think that all the problems have to do with, and I'm not saying any of you guys are saying this, but I think there's a mentality out there that there's an entitlement culture that's that's you know like self defeatist and and that's the reason why um, people can't uh, create sustainable lives for themselves. I don't think that uh, I think that there's a lot of other you know intersecting factors out there. But you don't think that's part of it? I think that um, that is that is definitely one factor. But is it like the biggest factor? No. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's top I don't 10. think people are thinking they're entitled. So they do say. Uh, graduated from college with my degree in something that's meaningless to graduate college from, and I should be given a job that a college graduate should go. I'm not going to work as a boxer at Amazon. That's a level of entitlement. I agree. Right, but that's what they were told in yeah, I know I'm not saying you got to look for where that comes that's from. Why right? they're yeah, thinking like, where, that. Where, where, where's that mentality I was told to go to that. college. They've been told that. And they're going to other job interviews that everything requires experience for like an entry level If the social programming out there is that you do X in order to get Y, yeah. You know, you're going to expect that. Where's if you say line? that, that's you like some like. So, yeah. so being so. told that is still entitlement. Like, if you oh, I know. No, I am agreeing. Yes, I'm just saying, but that's why they feel that way. Right. They've been raised that way. Because you're not a kid. You're saying, I think they're lying to me. You're just yeah. you take it. We have a kid that where I work. These we have these young guys, and they just don't really get it. Mm-hmm. And we had this one guy that we kind of like. We're trying to. Grooming? And the other day he was sitting in the manager's office and he said, and he said, he actually said, he says, I'm not feeling motivated here. Uh, and I wish I was in the room when he said that. That I would say then just go somewhere else. Because he's kind of looking he at us, job to motivate him. Yes, he really does. I was like, flat, but that's such a common attitude. I also like, what does he think? He thinks we need to give him a position because he's done a couple of different things there already, oh. and we need to give him something that motivates him so that he can do better. He's like, who, I need who is it? It's one it's of your high school friends yeah. felt like she got where she got all by herself, and you know, we had this conversation about uh, how she doesn't acknowledge that all the things that her parents did to get her like entitlement. Yeah. yeah, entitlement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't always realize what we yeah. we're, we're, we're all. I mean, I mean. It comes almost meaningless to say in terms that we're all entitled to some fashion or another. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we all feel like I don't think there's any previous generation out there that what didn't have some type of sense of entitlement on, on some level. Yeah. You know, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think that we this just is, now get more, we feel more and more entitled to more and more things. Yeah, I, I think that um, varying perspectives of uh, generations. I think that there's, yeah. there's always been this kind of tug of war of like you know you have an older generation that looks back on the younger generation like yeah. You know, it's, uh, I had to go through worse than what you had to go through, and then you know yeah. you're, you're more entitled. I, I think that that's it's kind of a mentality than than uh, I guess uh, a, a really big problem or real thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, don't, I don't I don't see that as I just don't see it as a as like this massive barrier to. I think the bigger problem is how can we fix the middle class? You know, yes. create a middle yeah. class. Things those are the real issues. And how do you do that? 
Right. Well, so I think, like, in our first topic was social media. And what's fascinating about the media's take on this is we're detaching on these extremes. And this is where I think entitlement is getting out of hand. Maybe it's because I have a lot of li- very, very, very liberal friends. But I get a social media outpour every day of, I mean, we need to have all this medical stuff paid for. We need to have all oh, our educations paid for. They're so radical. It, it's very <laughs> radical. It, I mean, Do I know sarcasm? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got all this stuff, and I mean, they show the polarization. So you've got that group on one side, and on the other side, which is unrepresented by my Facebook, but apparently is getting pushed to have people who are going, we need to just shut down all globalization and all immigrants are terrorists and all this ter- terrible stuff that's going on. And it's just got out of hand. And I think social media really is starting to destroy this country. Uh, really splitting it's it. Social media it is. in particular. Like yeah, that, yeah that, I could that, see that. Very specifically social media. I think that in the last 16 years, we've gone from a very middle-centric group where, you know, Republicans and Democrats had some level of disagreements, but it wasn't like, I am this way and therefore I have to agree with everything on this issue. I have to go this way, Absolutely. I agree everything. Yeah. They both gone to like a really nutty well, level. Well, liberal mm-hmm. and conservative. Yeah. Social media is like that, even like right, so but I think. Yeah, and the, but but he's saying it's because social media, it's, it's polarizing, because of Facebook it's causing really us to be split. Well, was it really um, media or was it Russia paying the media? They contributed to it, that's for sure. I think it's interesting though because you used to have a lot less global communication and even communication among like people where you lived. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because people are a lot more connected about like you know people you work with and you see what their politics on Facebook where you might not have ever talked about that mm-hmm. by the water cooler in the old mm-hmm. days. But so in the old days, you would just believe whatever your family believed and maybe whatever your little village or small town believed. So that's also very isolating. And then we like expanded like wow, now we know everybody. We have all this information, and then people started to like fall into their own bubbles again. Mm. But now it's almost somehow worse because you're have a much bigger bubble it's like you're much more validated because you're like all these people agree with right right all All this is going on but these are mine and you're constantly you're not just kind of not you're not just reading like your daily city paper right or state paper you're now reading all of these things bombarded with things that back up your opinion and you're not seeing the other goes one way or the other right. to an extreme because you're like, oh, this is going, and you slowly and you don't have to hear more. the other yeah. bubble. Oh, right. and I and I closed the right. other bubbles away. Right. Yeah. I'm not yeah. listening to like you. Like what she was saying in the old oh, yeah. days, your little community, you would listen to that guy at the water cooler who had the other side because there were some people there that you talked to. Now you just now you don't have to talk to them. As soon as he starts talking, yeah, you unfriend them. Well, you're not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Or you keep those people in there. Or you hide them. I have a couple of friends that don't really know them, but they have some pretty extreme stuff. And every time I see it, I'm like, but I just like, nope, I want to see that. People right. About that. Good for and, uh, you. I've gone the opposite route. I I try to bring people back to the middle, and I've been befriended on both sides. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Lost people. I, I, think, in the, I think it's also like you say, the like internet because you don't have that in person. Yeah. You don't have that in person. Yeah. Here's a it's easy to the write them off. Right. I'm gonna listen to you. On the internet. But if we're talking, I'm going to listen to you. You're more likely. Yeah, right. Right. you might understand more. Yeah, give them an opportunity. From. Be polite. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think social media also creates 
false reality too. I oh, mean, yeah. you, you you go ahead and you log on to whatever Facebook. You're Instagram, protected, and um, You're- you you know you go ahead. And all you get is just snapshots of people at their extremes, or yeah. you know, oh, you, you right. Right. Yeah. they're not going to post yeah. moderate exactly. stuff. They're it's, just going to post when they're, they're upset. Post, you know, or when, when they're upset, when they're outraged, <laughs> or they're excited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have these um, media organizations yeah. that um, you know they're they're looking for clicks, ad revenue. Yeah. So they're trying to post. You know, they're trying to put out articles and headlines out there that's going to make that you get, get emotionally involved. Yeah. So, you know, you're constantly in this environment where you're you're just, people are just pulling at these yeah. polar opposites. And you're not getting an accurate representation of that one person. You're only seeing them in that instance at that moment, you know. And, yeah. and um, it's easy to fall into that trap of uh, just yeah. saying, like, wow, this is the way the world is. You know, it's a bunch of people who are, um, you know, Nazis and then there's a whole bunch of people who are communists out there, and that's that's you know that's that's this world, and it's awful, and it's easy to fall into the trap of thinking like, well, I gotta fight against, I gotta fight back against this other side that's you know uh, that's taking over because you know your worldview is is distorted right. by by you know constantly viewing this stuff. Well, it's worse than that. It's the Facebook actually has captured more information than any of us would care to admit about us. And they know exactly who we are. So we're given news that's specifically slated to us. So our opinion's not going to change, and it's going to continue to go in that direction. News, Facebook yeah. is now officially the number one news source in the world. world. And yeah. they have so much uh, It's not even news. It's, right. it's not even a news well, platform, right? They're yeah. getting, it just, I think what they mean, the articles, so it can be Times, the New York Times, but it feeds through your Facebook. Right. If, so that's yeah. their source. So, so if my mind already goes it's for you should chat. The New right. York Times. And yeah. it's also the right. friends you click on more, they show you more of their, their right. stuff. Too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it, not even like... It's picking what articles. So instead of What's you just solution? going to the Times and reading it, right. or the Post well, and reading it, they're picking the articles. A lot of people say that these social media giants... And even Google, that's not exactly social media, but that they, because they have like this huge responsibility, they have to take better handle of it. Yeah. They're telling them you have to, you have to do something about this to make it more somehow, What's you know, word? fair, equal, yeah. like the equal exposure. Like it's not not even sure how to do it, but it's like you have to do something because yeah. you just like with could Russia, have they said we didn't even know who was advertising. Yeah. So, like, if you, that was the problem. So, we want to protect first, first amendment. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they said we should at least know who paid for that advertisement because yeah. we had no idea Russia Where it came was. From. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole Which problem, I thought was a valid point. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Russia is a tiny, but I mean, very valid portion of it. But I mean, we're still being fed the exact news that we want to hear that puts us in our bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it's truthful, I mean, they're just gonna well, filter what they it, think I want to hear. And because it's, I read some article once. It was saying how the economy has always shifted to different kind of values, I guess. And right now we're in an attention economy, and it's all about the attention and the clicks and the looks and the likes and the views and all that thing. Are you saying attention? Yeah. Attention. So whoever yeah. gets more. How can I keep you on Facebook? Get your eyes on something. I was reading something. It was saying, like, not like any news source has officially said that, but people who work for news sources have kind of, like, unofficially said things like, 
that like that they felt bad or like responsible or guilty for how they covered like Trump in the election because right, they because covered all the ridiculous aspects of him and oh my gosh look at this because they wanted to get more attention where they yeah. didn't color, cover Hillary's policies because that wasn't exciting enough that wasn't exactly. going to get you clicked yeah. on they didn't cover so the way they presented they it didn't proje- they, it was all it was like a reality because show and so um, the, but they, they, he's one of this guy he said they didn't think it was they who was going to win so they covered it to get like all these attention. Oh my god! And that they were regretting it. Like, yeah, because it's corporate owned. So the you know, and even those people who work for CNN, they're like getting pressure. Like, okay, that makes bigger views. So keep that going. Yeah. Have you guys ever advertised on Facebook or on a platform? Yeah. So for this little podcast Should. thing, for the first time ever, I went oh. ahead and I was like, I just want to see how it works. And Facebook gives you like a you know, if you open up a page, it gives you like a thirty dollar coupon to advertise. Oh. And um, so I, I went ahead and it opened up, and Facebook has this whole other analytics platform that yeah. allows you to adjust the age group, um, the uh, um, you know the gender, um, the, the location, <laughs> and I don't mean location by like region. I mean by like color. city, by like by, by like small yeah, really municipalities for where you can target your advertising. Wow. It is ridiculous how detailed you can go ahead and target your ads. People who have searched for preschool. Right. Yeah. Probably. Oh, really? And so. then and then, you know, and then Facebook keeps track of every single click. And you can drill back to find exactly where that clip came from. Yeah. And then you can go ahead and use your Google Analytics platform yeah. uh-huh. to go ahead and figure out well how long did they stay on your website and, um, and you know, what did that they immediately did. leave? What else did they click? What else did they look at? And so where did you they can come get, from? Like did they click on your email link? I mean that's such a great business model. Though. It's insane. The technology is in, the, the analytics technology is as an advertiser that's a dream. Deep. Yeah. If you're in advertising, that's, that's a dream. Texas, for example, they exactly. noticed that all this peace had happened, so they bought two different advertisements, and this came out in the Google papers, I think it was a week ago, where the, all the tech giants came. They bought ads in Texas. One group of them were talking about all of the problems that were caused in recent history by um, Muslims. And the other group was saying, like if like if you think that uh, the U.S. has declared a jihad on us. So they had this whole concept where they were trying to make Muslims go into their own bubble and go against this group of extremists. Who that, did? Uh, Russia. Oh, this Russia. is one of the... So they now have listed all the ads and the oh, particular news yeah. story that I was really? reading Time was showing lie. both sides of it. And wow. they, so they started this entire fight of trying to get people to attack one another. Oh, and they set up like they were like uh, demonstrations. And people who were going to these demonstrations thought they were part of this organization. And the organization was something that Russia started on Facebook. Facebook. Nothing was real about it. And what's what's so crazy about it is that these platforms like like Facebook, Google, Twitter and stuff, their, their analytics, you know, application and platforms are, can be just used as intelligence tools for, for foreign countries. It's, right. it's that oh, deep. Oh, yeah. You can so just, it's, it, yeah. it, 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 it's boxed there. for you. It's boxed it's for you. Anybody yeah. can sit down and, and figure it out. Be like, oh, okay, let me click here. You have a, a nice Sword pie chart pie chart showing you all the different people and Absolutely. everything they looked at, how long they stayed, what they clicked at. Oh, you go ahead and crunch That's that data. You can yeah. go ahead and get a, a complete profile <laughs> 
of a certain demographic. Yeah. And so when it comes to um, uh, the Russians and whatnot, they were um, specifically targeting African American um, yeah, community groups and whatnot on Facebook pages and whatnot. It was a concerted effort to go ahead and post not only um, you know fake news articles, but just links. Somebody in Russia would create an empty page where it would just be like a headline saying, um, you know, white guy attacks this black person. Then, you know, a bunch of people in these, you know, uh, mostly black community Facebook page groups would, would click on that. And then it would go to nothing. It would just be empty. Well, the whole point of that wasn't to get you to read an article. It was just a test to see if their strategy, if the wording was correct to go oh, ahead and get enough um, African Americans to react. And if it didn't work, they'll go back to the drawing board and be like, hmm, well, let's try this language. Until they got a language that made certain demographics outraged and react. Yeah, that is pretty. That's what that like, That's a scary thing. Think that that, that, that you, you can tool people uh, that way. Enforces jihad uh, law, and you click yeah. on it. Remember we snoped oh. it or whatever? Oh yeah, it's not right. Okay. That was that's. Yeah, I think was exactly what he's talking about. I got you. Well, one of the most extreme examples we've had recently is the New York bombing. Here we have a guy has no attachment to ISIS whatsoever. Read propaganda on social media goes out, reads the articles that he found through Facebook on how to kill people in the most efficient way by driving a vehicle yeah. through a crowded area and repeats what he found on social media. Yeah, practiced it. Went, yeah. Yeah. Went Read it, practiced it, and did it. Yeah, anybody can do it. You know, there's, so there's a whole bunch of, you know, dudes out in, um, I don't know, um, some place in the Middle East who got a computer hooked up. And they're and, and they're testing. You know, they're out there all day looking at these um uh, these democrat you know these democratic analytics analytics coming through and they're like, hmm, how can we get more people to pay attention to our message? Yeah. You know, is our message resonating? You know, let's just keep keep knocking at the door, keep trying it until we find the right word, the right impression. Yeah. And, you know, and, and then we can go ahead and capture some folks and get people sucked into what we believe the world is about, and maybe get people to go ahead and act accordingly. Yeah. And so, yeah, how do you combat that as, as, as a nation? This, I mean, it's like almost the only way is have a walled-off internet. <laughs> right. right? And you yeah. really, like, you know, where... And they uh, tapped into yeah. real issues they know we have, yeah. like, that we haven't dealt with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, one way we could deal, I mean, you know, we just need to make sure we're strong as a nation and we're healing as a nation and unifying and loving is, each other. But we're not. Because but we're not. I feel like we're... We're so split. We're well, that's what I was thinking, but also Russia did have a big part in pushing us. Apart right. In the right, election. so that should bring. That is kind of. It is more amplified than what we normally would have been, perhaps. But it's not thinking. just Russia. We're doing this to ourselves too. And yeah, yeah. So the question, they took advantage I, of us. They a rip did. Already they there. did. They're like, <laughs> right. I think where it's going to get worse before it's going to get better. Yeah, it's, it's, the verdict is still out on like how our awareness is going to really combat this. Because obviously there's concerted effort by social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter right. to, to like, make you aware. Like, hey, you know, this, there's fake stuff out there, man. You know, right. check your sources. There's, uh, you know, people trying to dupe you for insidious reasons. Yeah. But um, it's also maybe where we're, we're a little bit too late on it. Because yeah. I know a lot of people who... 
they're lost. They just won't believe anything. Now. Right. You know, you no, tell you tell them like that's fake. It's not real. They're like, people, no, okay, there's real fake news, news, and then there's what some people call fake news, and yeah. they're like two different things. One's invalidating like everything real, and one is actually fake news that is like made up and fake and mm-hmm. propagated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like um, I, you know, I'm part of uh, several, you know, uh, black community Facebook group pages, and sometimes I go in there just to go ahead and read what's floating around, and um, you can tell in some of these groups there got to be some like Russian trolls in there because some of the stuff that's posted is You're like, like outrageous, so it's, agitating. Like, out, so it's uh, yeah, it's just, it, it just it's, it's just specifically designed to um, you know make you feel a certain way. But how do you know if it's true or not? I mean, that's crazy. The problem is, they often use real stories. Real stories. Or, 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 I mean, some people are so um, radicalized in some of these groups that that they're beyond. They're beyond saving. They're beyond like rationalizing with. Like you can't be like, "Hey, this is fake. Look at this. I mean, all this data is fake." What they will say to you is like, "It doesn't matter." You know why it doesn't matter? Because this still ideologically, you know, um, represents how I feel about uh, white people or how I feel about the United States of America. You know, it just reinforces it. It, it like moves beyond like the information and these articles just become more just reinforcement of a certain ideological uh, way of thinking. And you're trying to get tell me this because you think this. And they project ideas onto the other side what, what they're thinking. Like, oh, so you yeah. want me to think like this? Like, for instance, there's one there's one classic one that always gets sent around out in these groups, and um, it's this it's this idea that there was this elderly or like middle aged black woman who uh, wrote the original story to the Matrix, the movie, the trilogy, oh. and um, but. It was taken from her by insidious corporations owned by like Jewish people, and um, you know stolen, and then it was turned into this huge thing, and um, you know she didn't get any money for it. She tried to she tried to go ahead and um, you know sue them, but the um, you know New World Order blocked all of her attempts, and um, she's still out there you know waiting to go ahead and get her justice from um, you know these Zionist. Uh, uh, white people who you know who were, who were just taking things from black people. So this is a story that's been out there for I would say at least uh, ten years. Really, like, this has been cycling never, around. Yeah. Like this is, look in, in your book, not even just yeah, because I've never well, yeah, you, not on your social media. No, no, but um, on mine, yeah, you know, is there any truth up. to it? No, it's reading? all fake. It's all fake. It's it's all it's it's all fake. It's just fake. It's, it's, it's literally just fake. There is there, there's a lady. This is what there is a lady out there who tried to go ahead and um, sue the studio. She made this claim, uh, like back when the first movie came out, that like they took my idea, uh-huh. but um, she never showed up to court. Um, never, she didn't do anything never with had it a pro- no. pro- yeah. at all. Yeah. But but they took that story and, and morphed into this big thing where now there is um, you know a Jewish led conspiracy yeah. that's trying to go ahead it's and suppress the truth. Yes. The so the interesting thing about this story is really the comments when you read it because the comments never really talk about whether it's true or not. And you never really talk about any of the facts inside of the article itself. Uh-huh. The only thing people talk oh about is this impression of ideological takeaway of yeah. white people taking away black people's stuff. You know, well, you taking know what? Away, you know what? Though, if it wasn't culture, that time, I'm sure there was everything. another time. 
you know, and that that's what's talked about in these articles. If it didn't that's happen, what's talked then, about in the comedy. That's the impression that's left. Yeah. Well, that's hopefully what you know. People will start learning now, like right. next generation in a way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. might increase the pressure to learn that. It would be like actually, how in high school we started learning very superficially, kind of like, you know, don't use Wikipedia and don't yeah. use dot .com sites. Wikipedia, right? That was like our little intro on just don't believe everything you read. Right. So, but yeah. I think people are now getting more and more like, you really have to fact check and know your sources yeah. and check all this yeah. stuff. You can't mm-hmm. just... So is it too late for the post-school generations? Are we? Uh, I know. I was like, are we oh, waiting for the eight-year-olds right now to grow up? Maybe. Well, if there's hope, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. That's that's what I'm seeing. I think we're gonna get more of these circles. I mean, you're getting that. Clearly, the alt-right is getting a message. Oh, they're where... getting you know another type of message that's very similar. You know, just you know, like. Uh, well, they'll have to incorporate this into the curriculum at school because yeah, it is really such do. a I new think relevant have, yeah, event. I think, yeah. you know, how to really evaluate a source yeah. and a site. And what class is that in? Uh, English. Well, I even see it, class. like, in you and mm-hmm. your brother in your generation. Like, you're always check. like, I'm way more gullible than you are. I feel like I'm almost just as worried if I read something I really like. That's from like a, a site I usually don't read. I'll be like, okay, what is? I'll go check the site. I'll check the read a story on yeah, another one. Yeah, you're pretty distrustful of everything. Yeah, and, and you're <laughs> so no, in a good way. And her brother too. Uh, they, they, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like I, yeah, I'm so used to believing everything that's in but front of me. I keep certain sources that I think are really silly on my newsfeed just yeah. to try to get. In middle, I've actually got both Fox and MSNBC. Well, we watch Fox every, yeah, we try every, every, every five minutes every night. We put Fox on, and that helps to keep you more in the middle. But if you don't go to that extreme, again, you can fact check, and you can get things that are just blown out of proportion that are technically true. And that's right. what a lot of it's people how you are. Read it. It's how it's read to you. Yeah, like, I like I like there's this one site, it's Media Bias Fact Check, I think, and it'll tell you. The bias of the site, and it'll also tell you like the the factualness. That's not the right word, right? But like the truthfulness What's true of it. About it. So yeah. it might be really biased, but it's true. So right. like, you're, okay, you're like, okay, I'm reading this. Yeah, right. they do that. Like right. I like Vox, and I, that's super left. So I know it's super left. I know it's true, but I I know it's still very like fun in those certain words mm-hmm. that are assumed yeah. that you agree with their position. Right. So then I try to read things that are also more towards the middle, and it's like, oh, well, I didn't think about that aspect. So. Yeah, on my <laughs> Facebook page, I definitely, I do the exact same thing you do, David, man. I have, like, I have all types of crazy, like, left and, uh, you know, conservative or right-wing, uh, you know, uh, news organizations and groups I follow, and some of the stuff that pops up in your feed, man, is, 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 is just ridiculous. It is. And um, you just go through the comments, you read some of them, and you're like, man, these people, there's just people out there who are... You I know. get so upset reading those comments, though. I really do. Oh, I, I, I it pushes like, all my trolls? buttons, and I just go oh, yeah. nuts. Trolls are, uh, yeah, <laughs> but they're yeah. not trolls. Yeah, yeah but they I'm may not even be real people. Right, right. It could be bots. I use Facebook as an opportunity to make a lot of people angry because every time I see an extreme on either side, I'll comment and be like, "This isn't really what you're looking at." Oh, I just give in and hide. Yeah. <laughs> just go ahead and hide it. Yeah. It's just getting, it just can't, now it's getting narrower and narrower. Yeah. Though, my, it is. My. It is just <laughs> like our brains NPR. are really built to go ahead and like NPR like, and a couple of friends. I'm sorry. It's a massive yeah. amount of No, on my Facebook, I'm down to like just a couple of friends and <laughs> NPR. 
Me too. Me too. NPR is really good at being in the middle. I was I was very impressed by them after the election. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm starting to have problems with NPR. Really? But, yeah, but well, I know. First of all, the chief was a uh, yes. yeah, even and they came out, But at least yeah, they covered they it more him. than anyone else. And they keep right. talking about. Well, this is my thing about NPR is that uh, NPR spends like a lot of time these days trying to market themselves as being in the middle. I don't believe this. I don't believe there's any middle to be in. I don't believe that's a even a, a real thing. To mm. be honest. Well, at least and, they're but, not. So, think, so when you listen to NPR's reporting, yeah, a lot I'm of times biased. they they, they uh, kind of faint this like uh, uh, this impartiality or this like right. you know this 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 surprise and obvious like partisan stuff that's going on, you know, and, and it, it, it seems a little it seems a little corny. It seems a little fake to me. It's like you know, eh, <laughs> like I'm trying to think of a good example. Like maybe this sh- um, this weekend's past shooting, like. Uh, uh, in Texas, you, you'll hear something on NPR like um, congressional Republicans um, have yet to speak out on um, uh, on gun, you know, uh, gun regulation laws, and you know, it's like, of course, of course, we know that, but that's you know, and then they'll have a whole pundit debate like about something like that, like, so why don't you think Republicans are saying anything about that? And it's like I, maybe it's because I'm just overly informed on these issues and stuff like that. Maybe there is a class of people out there who who don't know why and they need to have that, that discussion and debate, debate, but it seems like treading over, um, I think they I don't really know. don't I, have I, I much to report on in that instance because yeah. they're waiting on the details. So I, they, I they, they, about they, getting people from both sides and not trampling all over the people, they, anybody. I think. They yeah. do. They did a, they did a mm-hmm. poll of their viewers about whether they were biased or not. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I always felt that they were liberal. And then I had customers one time. One time I had these customers where I work, and we were—they were NPR folks, and we were going back and forth. And I said something about being liberal, and they were like, "Liberal? That's not liberal." Anyway, so they did this study on liberal, and they asked people to call in and talk. And one guy, and I think this is a really was a really valid point. He said it's not necessarily what they say; it's how they say it. Mm. So Obama, he goes, listen to this report that I listened to. You know where Obama did this thing. You know, and the the reporter was excited, and he was, Mm -hmm. you know, his his how he was expressing it was biased. The news itself Mm. wasn't biased, but he was obviously overjoyed. Right. About what Obama had done, yeah. right? Where he would, As to where Bush, down. yeah, he'd he be would like, have oh, been like, yeah. Look what so he did. Goes, mm. It's the tone that could make I, them I one like, way or the other. Like, That's a good point. And I know I'm not saying they're perfect, but I've, there's been sometimes on NPR where they were in, interviewing somebody, and I was like, you can't let them say that. Like, get back at that. Ask them about this. And I was like waiting for them to kind of like go attack them because I was like, no, they're wrong. And they were very like level, and I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they're good about them, and yeah. there are sources and one reason I love NPR A because they put out more interesting podcasts oh, yeah. than they do. Yeah. they do. B they're they are the overall vote, I mean through independent sources. They're the slightest bit left. They are Yeah, I've always felt they were left. Nobody's really, yeah, I thought yeah. they were they are left. really close to the, the middle line. That, that's what I in depth. The they're I more in they're depth. Like, very barely left. Right. So they're, they're barely left. Centered ones. Which yeah, is I hate good. That. I, I like can't that. stand that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
you're, you're, I you mean, want you're probably more so slightly one side or the other. Like, I'm slightly yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean, I, 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 I see yeah. that journalism... Yeah. I wouldn't have got that. Yeah, I'm from a big Republican family. I'm very much for state rights, and I don't think I the federal government can do anything intelligently. You'll hear all my talks whenever I'm saying globalization, most of the economists say it doesn't really work. No, I feel like I've picked up on a little bit. Mm. Yeah, but, but I, not be, very I would have I mean, thought you were more like I thought you were just being contrary. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead serious. He's dead serious. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I, I feel like our journalists should be out there, um, you know, seeking truth, not yes, seeking to appear neutral. Oh. Right. And I think well, that's, that's the goal now that for a lot of these organizations. They're like, that's they're, what they used they're, to they're, do, they're, they're, right? These, these people are, I feel like, MPRs in, 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 in certain media organizations they're out afraid there. afraid to trade. Are, their their goal is yeah. to just appear neutral. So you get things like what you're talking about, Savannah, where um, there's somebody they saying obvious, crazy, like ideological stuff that's not true, and they're just like, hmm, that is very interesting. <laughs> well, I think there's, you know, and it's like, it's, it's like it's if it's not true, than, call it the It's yeah. different than that. That could be two different things. If, if your goal is to appear non-biased... Or if your goal is to get information from all sides, right? Because right? one yeah. would be more encompassing and equal, right. whereas one is just, oh, I don't want to tread on the right. toes. It's kind of like the yeah. people who tried to, what's the gentleman's name who went and hung out with the people from the KKK? I think a few people have done crazy stuff like that. Um, he went and he wasn't this like, in your face, know you're wrong, calling people out on stuff. He was just getting the information and eventually it would reflect back. Oprah Winfrey was great with that, where she would go into very <laughs> racist groups, give the most what? beautiful, no, non-biased talk that. to them, and yet, because the ultimate goal of news isn't to offend people and throw them off, that's what you do if you're biased, it's to get the information. You want to know yeah. what that group believes and get it out there. But And if you judge them, they're not going to... Right, so the less judgmental you are, the better you're a news source. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't. If, if, but that—that's that, the issue—is that <laughs> you're going out there and you're calling somebody on an obvious distortion or an obvious lie. I, I think that journalism's main priority is is, is finding facts. Right. Right. Yeah. So if you say something like, "Hey, what you're saying is not factual," you if know, it's an obvious we, not. I mean, we we, we, we can't true. give up that ground just to go ahead and. Um, Play neutral. Get a play neutral. I disagree with that statement. The reason for that is you're assuming that if you put out this stuff that sounds so crazy to you and whatnot, and you get them to defend their positions without them feeling attacked, the audience will be like, hey, this guy sounds kind of ridiculous. No. Exactly no. the Oprah Winfrey scenario. Oprah Winfrey can do it, it because Oprah Winfrey's job is, is her, her oh, job yeah, isn't that. to like fact find, her job is to explore. Um, get people to talk. Yeah, go ahead and get people to talk. But when we talk about um, journalism, I, I think that when, when it comes to reporting, reporters should be out there um, asking about the facts and the truth of the matter. Um, you know, not trying to um, not offend, I think, um, or, or maybe draw people away. Well, they're I just trying to get as much information as they can. And they do do, for the record, they do also do the fact-checking news things. I a think lot it of depends on the post too because there's right. one guy who does call them out. He'll yeah, there's one guy. Yeah, I like that one guy. I don't like, know. He'll be like, "Can I, can I have 
But I have facts here to some include some completely different. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, he let's does, talk about he that. Puts you know? up a, yeah. But, you know, a lot of them will go, I'm just not going to say anything, I'm not trying to offend anybody, I don't want to draw away my viewers. <laughs> you know, you know, but it got to be all inclusive. Like, when it's like, I don't I don't think that that's, I, I, I don't think that the goal should be inclusivity in journalism. Maybe they're afraid of confrontation. It be going ahead and presenting the facts. I know, I'm not. If you're a journalist and you're afraid of confrontation, that might be a problem. But they want to get Maybe both sides of the yeah. Right. Like a lot of yeah. times, what sounds like a lie to you isn't necessarily a lie. It's more their It's a very well, extreme opinion. And there's different, you know, if it's, there's things that are subjective and things that are objective. And if something is obviously not true, you can kind of call it out on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you say, you sorry, I, I'm turning everything back to Trump, but if someone says, you know, Trump got the popular vote, you could be like, uh, no, he didn't. Right. Or if you said Trump is doing a great job as president, they could go, mm-hmm, tell me more. You know, like... Yeah. <laughs> right. you, I agree, yeah, it depends if there's, like, actual numbers that they're yeah. like, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, let's see here. What else? Uh, oh, I, I put on here... Um, Saudi first. What? Well, we we kind of uh, touched on that. Um, I, really, I'm just fascinated with um, how rich some folks are over there. <laughs> like they have like, the oil. so much money. And, like, I know you're, you're like a prince. It's like, but you know. yeah. And you ever see those videos of them like, oh, you go on YouTube. There's these um, rich Saudi families and whatnot. That um, there's these rich Saudi families like that the they own tigers, right? And they have like, uh, you know, they have like. They don't have, like, they have a zoo at their house, and sometimes they don't, got, they don't even have, like, it's not even a zoo. They don't just have, like, tigers walking around, and they just, like, sit there and pet them like it's a cat and just oh, hang wow. out. I know. I'm pretty sure, you know, a lot of them probably got, you know, mauled at one point or another. Well, they, they dope them up. Yeah, or they dope them up, you know, inject them and stuff, you know, docile. I mean, granted, it's in their, like, younger tigers, but we certainly saw a place where they will put a tiger in your lab of a baby, it's a young adult. Was that the sanctuary like that got like raided? Yeah, that's the sanctuary. Where? Mm. Well, there was a there was uh, a tiger sanctuary. Yeah. But North Carolina. Yeah, Charleston really? or South Carolina. Oh, I know there was South one. I think Carolina. it might have been Thailand that was shut down because it was like horrible. Oh, the uh, the, oh, the tiger temple. Yeah. yeah, they had all the frozen bodies of yeah. tigers and stuff. Oh, wow. Wow. What's up about a yeah reality TV? That disappeared, right? Because it became too real. It became too real. It became too real. It became too real. Now everything is real. It stopped being real. It's like people started realizing that more and more stories came out that they were told to say and sensationalize right things. They would say other words. Maybe I have it backwards. Real life has become like what reality TV used to fill. Right. Now it's actually real. Yeah, we don't like need we're, it we're anymore. Watching this mess, right? Even but unfortunately, it's real. So it's mostly fake. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Even like the HGTV. You know, yeah, the house hunters. Pick from the tree houses. That's yeah, all that's set all set up. I still love watching it, but it was all set up ahead of time. Never been interested in any of that. I loved like HGTV. Really? I used to enjoy Survivor. And oh God, I never What's the one you that. watched in high school? Not me. Lost. Oh, that's yeah, a TV that's show. Not a real that's not a I had a friend. No, I had a friend who you watched see, Big Brother, which comes oh, yeah. on like three times a week or that's something crazy. Oh, oh, yeah, still on? on? And you can like subscribe to 
or I don't know if you still can, but you used to be able to subscribe to like their 24-7 live feed. What? If you were that invested in these people, you just like go on at any time of day and yeah. see what they're up to. Like, what? I mean, what is what is it about humans that gravitate towards yeah. that? Like, why, why would you want to... I think it's the same reason why we look at an act car accident, you know, rubbernecking and stuff. Well, I think because, you know how I'm always saying, like, everyone thinks what they do is normal. So even just, like, going to another family's holiday, you're like, wow, these people look this bad. This yeah. is so different. That's how they do and it. And so you get to just almost, like, look into other people's Voyeurism. regular life. Yeah. Even though it's right? not their regular life. Yeah. You just watch these random people sit around their kitchen and talk. Yeah. It's like, ooh, I'm snooping. Like, and I think I more know. than news oh. and more than anything else, I mean, you've got to look at the overall decline of television. Like, now if you want that kind of reality feeling of people going over the top, YouTube takes care of it. Yeah, YouTube, man. Yes, thank you. And to this day, I still watch YouTube, and I get fascinated <laughs> really? by random stuff. Oh, absolutely. I love YouTube videos. YouTube, I, yeah. I, uh, yeah, YouTube really has took over the reality. Well, what do you do? Like, just a popular, what they have? Yeah, what do you do? Featured, uh, so I've got very specific oh, you, you uh, have things that sites I that you follow. I've got yes, I follow certain news things. I follow you know certain like life things over the top. I like uh, epic rap battles of history. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> really, really, and it's fantastic. They, they have epic rap. You know, you have so they have like they, they, you seen that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a very popular thing. They have all the election people. They have like Trump versus. Clinton. We have to remind me to do they this. Had, uh, but those are really off the cuff. Are those really off the cuff? They were, I don't think so. Are they really off the cuff? No, yeah. they definitely wrote down. All right, the yeah. Those are, but still but there done. are reality TV things that, like, uh, one of our favorite kind of comedian things is Jenna Marbles that kind of presented uh, this. One of your uh, One of my favorites. <laughs> kind of Do we know this her? Slice I, of Life you know? yeah. character, and she was one of the most popular, you know, entertainers. Um, and she would just go into her own life and just kind of sensationalize it and have fun and poke fun of what's happening in her life. Well, look at Periscope, right? The app Periscope. I mean, that's reality TV right there. Right. Periscope is an app where you can download and um, it opens up like a map of the globe. You can kind of zoom no in way. and it's live streaming. Random people of just somebody's live streaming family, somebody's yeah. home. Yeah, like our somebody house. Home. No our way. House. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can bring like, it up right now for you. Okay. We're I gotta see. So, like, like here, I'm in my living room. Yeah. I'm doing some. And we like thing. it because we care. We and, understand. And you can argue Facebook is kind of reality TV. It's a hyper sensationalized yeah, version that's good of point. everybody's God. life. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Here, here's so my life. So we don't need to watch separate shows anymore. Yeah. 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 So you don't. Know, it sounds like you look at a lot of this YouTube stuff together and individually. Do you feel like you spend an inordinate amount of time on your phone? Yes, uh, I it. We play Scrabble like all day, like when I'm at work and he's at work. About every half every, hour we take a Scrabble. We're, we're playing a game <laughs> together. Like, yeah, I use my phone for quite right, a bit. But what about when you're like, so now you're sitting around at dinner. Right. When we're no, together, phones, I'm, phones I'm, are banned at our I'm a okay. very traditional person. I don't. I haven't posted anything in I don't really touch Facebook. I don't really post anything on Facebook. I yeah, used to post, I like, a lot anymore. when I was in high school. Yeah. Now I'm like, I hope I didn't post anything embarrassing. Yeah, but isn't Facebook... So <laughs> I look at Nathan is younger than her. I don't he post says, stuff. They don't do Facebook anymore. That's, That's old thought. people's stuff. Uh-huh. But then now it's coming back. Yeah, oh, it now, is. It's, now it is actually story. more popular. Like, all these, like, young people apps. They do Instagram. So here's Periscope, right? Yeah, You go ahead and just, like, zoom in on, like, a random place. Yeah. And if you do Instagram, it's owned by Facebook. For the then rest. you go ahead okay. and 
You okay. can click that red button there, and these are just random people live streaming whatever they're doing. And, but it's entertaining what? to watch. That's just okay, random so people. they're 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 having cocktails. Yep, they're they're having something. Oops. <laughs> and then people can go ahead and comment and like it and stuff, and it just shows random people doing. Like, what do I care? That's what nuts, that right? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's nobody. It's not an actor. Or it's not a. Uh, it's nobody. What's the difference? It's and like it's somebody just, watching me right now. Hey, yeah. Well, it is. So what difference is it made watching and, you or Clint Eastwood? But I What's think the difference? it boils down to these people want to be in their comfort zone. People want to go home, get in their bed, sit on their couch. But they want to feel connected to other human beings. So instead of going out and socializing with real human beings. That they know. That they know. Or don't even know. It's easier just to get on their phone. That's and horrible. See, but, that's really sad. That is huge yeah. downfall. What's the yeah. difference between going home, not wanting to talk to anybody, and watching TV? You people, the same thing. people have done that for a long time. Is it any... Oh, it's not for anymore. For me, connected. it's the same thing. Yeah. It's not any less. It's if I don't know them, it's the same thing. And right. probably, if, uh, and I don't know Periscope, because this is a pretty good guess, the most popular ones are people that put on this kind of reality TV Oh, you know there's Periscope character. stars, like there's YouTube stars. Oh, there's really? Really? Yeah, there's gotta oh, be. Yeah, you Instagram got reality stars. Instagram stars. stars. You know, Instagram people who have, their, people they have their life set up on Instagram and then that. they get paid to yeah. like wear this Yeah, whoever does picture. the best stuff on Periscope and gets the most This stuff feeds into, you know, alienation and stuff. It does, People in isolation. It makes the problems that much It also makes your life, look, Facebook, and this is an old one, you know, it makes your life... Like it's, it's like, it's like right. a, false, a false, the best of everybody's. It's like the best of exactly. a highlight. Right. You're seeing everybody's right. highlight. These people don't feel highlight. isolated. That's the interesting well, thing. But they, they do. Oh, sure. they, and they say yeah, it. they feel the voted, like, people. They voted. feel connected as long as they're like, for example, if do they in, do they feel connected? Yeah. Or do, do they think they are? Do they think they are? They you feel know? and I mean, think. So you said you host on I was not done. So if they're sitting in a room, if they're sitting in a room and they won't talk to each other, but if they're sitting on their phone, but they're all sitting in the room, they feel connected by like a vibe. They what? don't feel lonely. Is that connected or something else different? That's it their definition of oh, connection. See, now we're just out, I think. Yeah, no, but how is, uh, and I'm just they're playing devil's advocate. If, you know, we, old time, right? we were playing Monopoly, right? But now we're playing Scrabble, yeah. you know, yeah. next to each other. Is There's no real difference between them. But that's a game. No. But some people are just scrolling through the pictures because they got different. nervous and they're but checking Playing out. Scrabble on your phone versus playing Monopoly okay, at a table yeah. is a How is that different? I could still say stupid, you, you that don't. stupid You don't, you don't. Oh, no, you're not playing yeah. Scrabble with each other. You might be playing we Scrabble with someone else or talking to your friend or looking at someone else's video. I'm like, screw you and your whiz word for 45 points. We talk about it all that, and it's not the same, but people, I'm telling you, people feel connected. But then you also see that Instagram, out of all the social media ones, they researched it. Instagram is the worst for making for yeah. depression, making you feel sad about yourself. Right. Is that yeah. real news or is that them huh. trying no, to get you news? No, that's a real study. Yeah. No, that's they, real studies. They, that, that's that's they studied how people feel Wait, after looking at different. People feel. They studied how people feel after looking at different social media sites, huh? and people yeah. felt most bad about themselves after Instagram. Yeah. I've, I've felt bad about myself more in a lot of ways. Like, you know, like when I did the yoga training and then I saw all these, my, the people that took the training with me, you know, teaching here, teaching there. And I'm like, oh, teaching well, I, and I met a lot of, I, it really affected me. I met a lot yeah. of friends traveling and so they, a lot of them still like travel a lot. So I go on my Facebook and I see people yeah. in Singapore and right. Brazil and, 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 and I'm like, oh my are. gosh, I'm I'm still here. I haven't been anywhere yeah. in a while, and I'm like, but if you look at 
my Facebook, it would look like I just went to Israel. That was like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, but it's it you know, what's funny like about that. Facebook. Facebook had this uh, almost like a disclaimer or public statement that you had a while ago saying that uh, we designed this program for you to only be on it for like maybe one hour a day. What? Knowing good and damn well that they're trying to keep people on that platform. Well, well, everything they, they do is to get you to stay on there. It's healthy usage is maybe like an hour a day and check on wow. friends. And I, I think it would like, be a normal dose. But, you know, <laughs> they're trying to keep you sucked into that thing as, as yeah. long as possible. The longer you spend on it, the more money they make. Yeah. You know, that's exactly. uh, so ridiculous. But they're, they're redefining connection here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's not the same thing. It's Just because not. you redefine it doesn't mean it becomes yeah. the, the, the original thing. That, right? that, that, I, mean, I think it, it can be connecting, place. but it can also be separating. It's super alienating, though. Yeah. It's, it's because... Uh, it can fill a fall. Like, but but that's, I think that's it's not the same feel. It can what? be connected, but it can also make people feel connected. But then they end up feeling more lonely. But they're like, but I have all these Facebook friends that yeah. we're texting all the time. Why do I feel like alone? You know? Well, what is that Battle Bar place that closed? What is Battle it? Battle and Brew. Battle and Brew. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my, my son. That, no, it's yeah. back. Yeah. No, they, they, yeah, they got rebought. Already? It did already? already? Yeah, they already never got back. Okay. So my, fr- my son Nathan, his best friend is Nathan. Yeah. So friend Nathan goes there all the time. He loves it. That's I said, cool so Nathan, how come you don't go with Nathan? Uh-huh. He said, because Nathan knows I'm not into that. Right. And so he went the other day because they were closing. And he said, everybody stands around, you know, he goes, and what am I going to do? Stand there over his shoulder watching? He, he just really didn't see the point. Well, right. And he but also used to like playing it. Halo with his friends all the time. If you like it, like that's the kind of thing you do together. Yeah. But if you don't like it, then you're kind of so outside. That's of their definition of connection. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, they really believe it. And if that, if, as long as they're not getting lonely, like, yeah. I understand there's some people who probably are struggling with depression, but there's some people, that's all they want. They just want to go to their couch. They want to go. Yeah, because I think it's that's really safe. It's very safe and doesn't are. require much effort. That's what I'm saying. It's sad. It distorts your reality. It distorts what, 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 uh, it distorts what a connection is. I mean, you, you, you begin you, to start um, looking at um, people not as they are, but as they present themselves through a certain media platform. You begin to um, look at life um, as it's presented through media platforms, and then that can make you feel alienated. That's not a real connection. When you're in a room with somebody and you're talking with people, you're having a conversation. Um, it's whole different. It's completely different I than like feel, sounding off on Facebook in the comment section. I feel like you're arguing that same or, thing you, you said know. earlier about how older people always say younger people have a sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is an <laughs> argument where like the, the older flip. person is saying there's no connectivity there, whereas the younger person might say, "Yeah, that's how I we're, connect." We're with connected people. together. Like, yeah. what is the definition? Now, of that's not well, my definition. Of and I won't say that it's not connecting. You know, like when I lived abroad, I and I texted you guys like a lot, and I felt like I got, it was like you're much more in touch with people. Oh yeah. But it shouldn't replace other strong connections come from like this with sitting at the table. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just uh, having this help us get, as a tool to build to Well, Some people Mm -hmm. don't want the real, they don't desire that. Yeah. And I guess that's okay. You know what though, but I guess it's okay. If people are happy all by themselves, they don't need people, I guess, you know, that's good too. That's what I'm saying. That's what they want. Yeah, I don't know, man. I say it's different. I mean, there's, you know, can they call a friend when they're in real trouble? Like, have somebody to cry to? Good no. One. no, not really. Good one. But you're, you're missing stuff. 
Yeah, exactly. there's probably things they're missing out, but if they don't know, if they never had that, like we're talking about like a whole other generation. You know, I'm talking about, you know, they really rely on that. I believe that there's some biological, like, you know, getting needs that, 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 um, that we have, and part of that is like real. Um, what if I said there's a biological need to have a wife and children? <laughs> no, no, there's a biological need to reproduce. But you still have hormones in your body. Which, I like, never you had hormones. Which you feel a certain way. I never had hormones that made me say so, have a baby. And no, but it but it's more passive. And I'd need to check the numbers on that, but so coming from a person who was, you know, completely isolated and suicidal in college days, I mean I feel like at least people who don't have the good friend group, good like I did, yeah. the good social skills, they at least have somebody that they can, even if you don't call it a real connection, right. it's I at agree. least feeling like they're part of a web and, and all that stuff. Yeah, they got it more involved. And stuff. Right. Don't get me wrong. They're, sure. It's, it's, I, I, I don't think it's, I think it's a good um, addition to um, you know communication and building a social network. I don't think it's a replacement. You know, I don't. I don't think that but it's the same day, exact thing. But I mean, I, I, I agree like, with you for personal mm -hmm. reasons. But I think fifty years from now, like I mean, I've read novels. I forget the name of the book where there's like characters on the screen <laughs> in your book. I mean, not in the book. Uh, in your home on the screen, like reality stars. Fahrenheit. Stop it. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen you guys laugh so hard. What is so <laughs> going on? Yeah, what is going on? It's not, not even that. It's well, just she so said, you said nothing. Oh, a whole nothing. And he always Wait, wait, and I made a comment, and then she went, for the record, she said nothing. <laughs> I can't believe she did that. I think in a hundred years, it's possible that we just interact with figures on the screens. What, I mean, it's possible. It's, maybe, maybe, it's maybe, our maybe biology designed for that. I don't think so. Maybe we'll like, bring it back together Oh, yeah, we'll have holograms. We won't even need some. That's what I'm saying. It's possible. So if is virtual reality, then if, if we agree that that's the next step I mean, that people might go to, they can program like Alexa to like a higher level where it can actually respond to your emotional. Like it can actually. Oh, they have little they robots have I see advertised yeah, for. Yeah, 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 they read like your feelings and stuff. And right. all they do is yeah. like. And, they're and that's on now. They actually have Think measured results, like positive results. And. A lot of what therapists for, like, do people. is they repeat stuff back for you. Yeah. So what these bots do is they say, "How do you feel about that?" It sounds like you're sad, or that's so, what a like, psychologist they just, does. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> like, they just keep reflecting it to you. But these yeah. people you're like, are yeah, feeling I'm good sad. about it, and they feel like, well, and they get more specific. Like oh, apparently, Alexa is almost being viewed as enough of a person where they've had to start to make it empathetic on certain questions like Alexa should I commit suicide oh my they gosh, actually have really? I was listening on NPR <laughs> about them having to program Alexa to be able to wow. offer up answers to that wow. offer well it's sad numbers. but you could see someone at their lowest point saying that and they right. need to hear something good and if yeah. it's Alexa 
And yeah. another that's... thing, apparently smaller kids believe Alexa is a real human being. See? Oh, so they gosh. encourage mothers, parents, when they're speaking to Alexa, to say please and thank you. Oh, my that gosh. That way that's Alexa ridiculous. learns Ugh. that they learn that it's like how to talk to how to human talk beings. To because they're not quite old enough to explain to them, like, it's not real. I mean. Well, they're just hearing their parents barking commands and thinking, oh, that's how you right, ask somebody yeah. for something. Yeah. That's how you so communicate. They, they actually yeah. have that's mom, no turn on the light. Yeah. that you might say, <laughs> please and what? thank you because you shouldn't teach your kids Give to me. order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is oh my god. They're too young to understand. Yeah. It's not and it real. actually has Alexa say you're welcome after that stuff, so it actually teaches. Wow. wow. But I've been getting a lot of ants for like you. little robots that like move around your house and they 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 get your feelings, they get your mood, they get to know you, they ask you questions. Yeah. You know, I mean <laughs> all this stuff will never will never be able to I don't well, I can't say never. Yeah. But it'll be it's Damn, it's damn near impossible. It's really hard to mimic actual human interaction. The uh, uh, the facial expressions, the passive messaging versus the active messaging. Computers can go ahead and simulate that to some degree, but there's so much um, nuance that goes into actual communication between two um, organisms that we're still going to always learn more from dealing with people face-to-face, then we're going to be able to, I think, learn from computers that simulate it in some way. I don't think that the simulation will perfectly be able to encapsulate a human until, like, AI or something like that. Does does it need to, though? Like, let's take MMORPGs are games where you have an avatar... And there are specific commands that you can do to make it, like, you know, make you appear happy or dancing or sad or any of that stuff. Kind of, in the old days, in in emoticon, if you were, emoji, um, that sort of thing. In addition, you have talking, you've got a full chat engine that's going real time, and you've got actions that you can do with this person. Like, maybe instead of going out on a date, they actually have had in World of Warcraft people get together and actually have their marriage on World of Warcraft where they invited hundreds of their World of Warcraft friends <laughs> and they actually created rings See? and stuff for this whole ceremony. See? And they're so it's still the ball. Those people still met each other though. They yeah, still yeah. met each other. They still had like a human uh, interaction. It wasn't completely like they never met each other and all this was done through the platform of World of Warcraft. The human element was still there. But they, still there. they could have gone months without meeting each other and then finally met through... But they the still platform. have to meet each other. Right. They but still it, feel like reality, they have to meet But the other side is, is what's easier? But it's a connection, right? What's, what's, what's easier? Sure. To meet a real person or to interact with him? It's easy. The, the easier is just to interact with the machine. Exactly. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean... Like, but you have none of um, none get, of the risk immediately right. in front of you, right? We're right. trying to find my friend, one of my friends, a boyfriend. You know who she is. She's always got ten excuses. He'll she'll find the perfect guy, and there's always something wrong with him, and he's not. She's not right about this, and he's not right about that. And I'm like, he's a great guy. What's the problem? Mm-hmm. And it's just she needs a robot. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't really she, want anybody. She does. We think she does. Well, that's what yeah. I, I said for the record. She was, she, she was hurt. Yeah. She was hurt. So. But she's, she's not she's ready got yet. a perfection. Maybe those experiences pushed her into. Yeah, maybe. Just like, um, you know, just like 
this recorder here um, takes our analog voice and digitizes it, and that digital representation will never have all of the data that we're putting out into it. It's, it's you know it's, it's just a blocked representation of it. Right. Uh, the same thing I think works with communication and interaction between yeah. between people. Is yeah. that uh, we're we're kind of blocking and uh, making kind of flat representations of what human communication is through emojis, maybe um, through um, you know texting or game platform and whatnot. But that will never be able to encapsulate the analog and I think that our bodies are designed to be able to um, read that analog and take it in so much better. Oh there's right. so much you know? more going on. Right. There's so much more there going is. on. When well, you're talking with somebody face to face. Oh yeah. I know. Browse, I mean, yeah there's, there's so much more going so on than like a, a LOL you know or a happy <laughs> face yeah. or, or, or a frowny face you know and um, we wow. see it all the time in text messaging right like you know I've heard people oh. like you know, they they sit there and they're trying to mull over like an implied meaning yeah. inside of a what text they message. Like, what, what are they, they getting smart? Why or did they, they put a period at the end of that? Was yeah. that some kind of like declarative <laughs> or you know? And, yeah. and, and they're trying to read into an artificial. It happens with my sister. I think she's being a smarter, so I think she's being upset. But then she's when I look at it in another angle, it could be at me or with me. It's like very innocent. You just can't tell. There's an awesome Key and Peele skit where. Oh, yeah. that's right. Oh, I did yeah. see it. I saw and that. They're having one guy's one guy, pissed out, one guy's yeah. screeching. One guy thinks he's just giving me total normal. I was like, yeah, I'll meet you there. Okay, what time? And But the other guy's reading it all wrong. So, so wrong. the other guy like, <laughs> shows up with like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah. other guy's like, dude. But, yeah, you have to watch it. It's really well. It's really good. And like over time, I think that's unhealthy. I think that you get a group, you, you, you get a population that um is less nimble. And um, you know, maybe well, they say with, younger uh, people have less social skills now. Like it's harder for them to pick yeah. up a phone and um, mm. talk to people. Have and stuff. A, they don't want to pick. Yeah. Up I have younger their family members who are like that. They mm -hmm. can't talk to people. Well, because like, it makes it easy. You know, texting <laughs> has made it easier. <laughs> yeah, I, I so hate talking. Wait, wait, wait! Look at us. You can text me all day. You guys, look, 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 look. Don't ever call me. You can text. Don't, I don't call her. She won't pick up the She won't pick up the phone. She doesn't even have her ring wrong. She good for you. Really? I don't like picking up phones. I like talking to you. call me. And don't leave her a voicemail either. That's like horrors. No, I know you call. Text her. No voicemail. My God, that's the stomach. Either that or just say everything you need to say in the voicemail. And I can say, okay. You well, know, but don't leave me a voicemail. It's like, hey, I tried to call you, but you weren't available. I know. Call me back. I'm like, I know that one. I've always been interested in like long form type of like writing opinion pieces and things like that. So I use my Facebook as more of like that type of file. Oh lord. Where where I'm like, I'm that dude. I'm that dude that's <laughs> like, like four or five Oh, those are the ones you just and, and nobody reads them. Yeah, I'm just gonna say those are the ones you just scroll past because it's too much. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah, even your mom. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's reading. Stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, but I do it for me. It's more of like a journal platform yeah. for myself. It's yeah. not really, you know, I don't care whether people read it or not, you know. But um, okay, if you get somebody like, hey man, you're always on Facebook typing these long posts, you put it out. So, <laughs> get off my page. You need to That's get a, you Do you go back and read them, or it's just you're you're venting? You're you're. It's you're mostly me venting, but um, I, I'm also interested in like you know writing and the structure of it. So I'll go back and read it and try to you know. Go ahead and brush it up, and you know, make it you know as coherent as right. I possibly can and cool. stuff. So you know, but yeah, you know, I, 
I'm, I'm always long coaching and stuff on you know, on, uh, on on Facebook. I don't. I'm not a big like. I don't do Twitter and stuff like that. I'm not really. Would, I need more than a hundred. Yeah, they wouldn't allow you to Twitter. Too long winded. <laughs> but uh, but that's from like I used to be on that live journal type of stuff where I do the same thing back then. Just obviously I was a teenager and less informed. You know, I had nothing really to say. But uh, you know, now I'm up here, you know, typing about policy and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, taking what's in your brain and making yeah, a coherent there was no idea platform for that before. There was right, no platform right. for that. Yeah, exactly. It was that that, that wasn't there. And you kind of get feedback on it too. It's like here's my thought. This and is then nice. People yeah. respond. Well, people yeah, well, was that, a platform. People used to have journals, right? You know, we, we, right, but nobody yeah. else saw it. Yeah, but that was a good thing. See, journal. I would probably <laughs> use that more so than putting. Like, but people still wrote journals, journals with the expectation yes. that one day. Maybe somebody would find it, right, you know, course. and uh, somebody would look at it, you know, yeah. and uh, you but know, you'd never get any feedback on, right? Yeah, Some, sometimes feedback can be harmful because you just get all these likes, and you yeah. think, cool, everyone likes it, but there's no dislike button still on Facebook. Yeah. Imagine there's a dislike button. There really needs. There is an angry button. There really button. should be. Yeah, now they have yeah, a, you can yeah there's an angry face. You, you, can make you, know, angry you know why face there's so no dislike cool. button? Because it will destroy that platform. Yep. Really? Right. Facebook's so positive. As soon as you can get negative feedback on Facebook, nobody uses really? it. Because nobody wants to hear negative feedback. Yeah, I don't want people. People on Facebook for positive. Angry is different. Angry is different. Angry is different. not them. People internalize like, you just Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's the, I'm not going to post because so and so may dislike it. Yeah, yeah, it'll destroy yeah. people's relationships. Yeah. Imagine like, you know, post something like that. She's my kid. Somebody dislikes it. I would love it if, like, for one day, like an April Fool's Day, if Facebook put a dislike button out yeah. for like a day, that yeah. would just be like chaos. Well, I get upset if somebody doesn't like my thing. Right. I mean, not doesn't, even doesn't, like, dislike. Just Why didn't you like, like what it. I put on yesterday? Only one person liked what I put. <laughs> you see oh, yeah. she, they'll be like, you didn't like my thing. And I'm like, oh, I really? didn't, either I didn't see it or I didn't, didn't wow. like it. Didn't like it. Like, I just, don't even I don't see everybody's posts. So. I know. Right. I, I'm just silly girl. I'm getting better about getting off of social media, though. I like to try to limit myself now. We need to go. Me too. But all right, thank you guys for coming out. So much fun, everybody. I will see y'all next time. Goodbye. The possibility you spent a few minutes under one of Exodus lives before you got here. That's what it looks like. Brain cells rearranged. Bada boom, we are out. That was a pretty short one to go around, right? An hour and a half. We usually block about uh, three hours or so. Give you a lot of content to go ahead and listen to whenever you got the time. But uh, this one, we kept it uh, short and snappy. And man, it was a beast editing this one, too. There was a lot of noise in the background. Uh, Sound like uh, at a moment we were kind of like in a nightclub. There was this kind of going in the background. But I got most of that out. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation as much as we enjoy sitting around the table and having the conversation. Uh, If you happen to be in the Atlanta area, go ahead and check us out. You can find us at the Current Issues Discussion Group um, Meetup Group on meetup.com, of course. And uh, we are located north of the perimeter near Atlanta. And maybe you can go ahead and sit and have a conversation with us. Well, I think that's it. I got another one I got to go ahead and start editing right now and get out to you guys. And we have more to come in this new year, 2018. All right, guys. Bye-bye.